Thursday. Thursday. How is your week going? I'm going to turn on the comments so we can get some interaction here. Yes. Love that interaction. I have a special guest today. Is that right, Sophia? <laughs> comments. What? Yeah. yeah. Is this blurry? I don't know. I feel like it looks blurry. Hold on, guys. Hold on. <laughs> this is fair. Oh no. Oh no, guys. It, it, it connected to this camera. <laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties. All right, well, we're just going to have to go with this. It looks blurry to me, but whatever. Well, now it is because we're using that camera. Okay, all right, starting over. What's up, guys? Um, I have a special guest. This is Sophia. Hi. She is. My 14-year-old gem. Yeah. What the heck, guys? I don't know how long we were muted for. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Dan. All right, hello. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> wicka, wicka, what? because we're going with the flow i'm Aww. embarrassing her i love it okay so we're just gonna go with the flow here have some grace with us you guys um we're having some technical difficulties that is all me all completely me okay so we are talking about going with the flow tonight and i wanted sophia to join me because not long ago our life was very very different we had a lot of resistance going um, things were difficult. We were really, really sitting deep, deep in victimhood. And we are no longer there because we are going with the flow. And I want to start with an analogy. We're going to talk about sports too. We're going to talk about music. It's all tied together. It's all connected. But I want to start with an analogy. And it is when you get into a body of water, whether it's a stream, a river, a creek, or like a lazy river, which way do you go? Do you swim against the current or do you flow with the current? And which feels better? Because I know in life, sometimes I am definitely swimming against the current. I can feel it. I recognize it. I stop and I find a way to go with the flow. And what you'll find is the more and more that you practice these intentional moments, the easier it is to really go with the flow where you're not fighting in life. You're not pushing against the current. 
you are allowing life to deliver all of the beautiful things that the universe that God wants us to have because we came here to have fun. We came here to love one another and experience the deliciousness of all of the deliciousness. the deliciousness of this physical world, right? Do you have anything to say so far? Any no. input? So what do you do when you get into a lazy river, for instance? Mm -hmm. Do you like to swim against the river or mm -hmm. you like to go with the flow? Okay. Do you like to get on a raft and go with the flow? Yes. Okay. So this is another good analogy. The raft. Mm -hmm. Those are your mindset tools. You like that? Yes. The raft. Okay. You get on the raft. These are the tools we use like meditation, intentionality, positive affirmations, just positive internal talk. And then you're really enjoying the ride because you are literally just relaxing and letting life deliver all the beautiful things that, that life has to offer. Uh, okay, so now let's talk about it in terms of sports, the sports world. And going with the flow in a game, let's say, for instance, basketball, it makes me think of when you are bouncing the basketball, right? It's a rhythm, right? Bounce, 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 bounce. <laughs> like it's a very beautiful, solid rhythm. And then someone comes and tries to steal the ball from you. Well, if you're going with the flow, you're able to kind of pivot, turn, and block that, right? But still keep the ball bouncing, the same rhythm, bounce, the same flow, right? Or if we're talking about, say, football, you know, that you're juking them out, <laughs> getting in that flow, boom, boom, and you run. I mean, that's what it makes me think about, too, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so let's talk about music. This is Sophia's specialty. Let's talk about music. Do you have a good example or tie-in with music as far as going with the flow and how that relates to life? What's the analogy there with music? I mean, with an instrument, like you get out of rhythm and you know you can hear it and it sounds terrible and but some people that don't have the ear for it haven't been doing it as long as you have same with positive thinking. affirmations affirmations yeah. stuff like that you are going to notice it way faster than the other people around you the longer you do it for so and this is all about building these neuronal pathways it's neuroscience mm -hmm. It's not just this mystical, magical stuff. It is mystical, magical, but it's, there's real science behind it. Whereas we are taking these mindset principles, reminding ourselves often how worthy and deserving we are, that when things do step slightly out of rhythm, we're with much more ease, clarity, and swiftness, we're able to whoop, get back in that sweet spot. Yeah. And so... Another thing I want to talk about is with, if and when, because it's always going to happen. There, there's going to be things in life that are going to trip us up because we are not in control of everything going on outside of us. We are only in control of our reaction to that, right? And so as we encounter these things that trip us up a little bit, it's okay to feel, you know, if something happens that pisses you off, 
it's okay to feel it, right? You're allowed to get mad. Like we're human beings. We have human emotion. But how long are you going to allow yourself to sit in that emotion? Mm -hmm. Because when you sit in that emotion for too long, it overcomes you and you cannot function at a higher level. You literally cannot experience anything outside of that emotion. And so when we're looking at sports, for instance, when you are in a game and something drastic happens, somebody intercepts the football or something like that. Yes, you might get a little frazzled, might piss you off a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the mindset and the clarity to shift that as quickly as possible, you're not going to recover the ball. You're not going to get the tackle. You're just going to keep spiraling down and down and down. Okay. And so then music. Let's talk about this in terms of music. Show choir. Okay. My, so not my last competition, the first competition that we did this season. I have a solo. I have the main solo in my show choir. And I was competing. You know, we all were competing. We compete with masks. And I go from a very fast, like jumping around dance that takes a lot of breath. And with the added mask, that's another hard thing to do, right? Hold on. It's footloose. Dan. Yeah. It it's is. footloose. It we danced to that in high school. Okay. I'm so sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I just had to say that. Um, so I have a good, what, maybe five seconds to catch my breath while I'm off stage. And then I go on for our ballad and I have the solo in our ballad. So that's a good 50 second solo. And I, the first competition, I wasn't crazy nervous or anything, but I was really out of breath. And I gave myself a very hard time about it and I did not take it lightly. And I had to like stop, I couldn't look at it. I had to reverse and it took me a while to get there though, because I am really hard on myself when it comes to that. Like I'm, other things I'm not, but my voice, like, I don't know, I hold myself to that standard guys, I need to stop. Well, and you, it's a learning curve, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I have learned that I have to just let you feel it for a little while. Yeah. But because of the mindset work we do, I mean, you sat in it for a little while, probably a little longer than was healthy, <laughs> but you didn't, it didn't turn into a personality trait. No. Right. You, and you recognized, you knew when it was, it was getting a little bit out of control. Yeah. And you recognize that and you were able to shift it no, and it then much better the next competition. Be, and that's all, that's all a thought process. Yeah. That's all. And so that's us having a conversation. Yeah. You having internal dialogue about the fact that you are capable, you are worthy, you can do it. Even though it wasn't perfect the last time, it can be better. You can get better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. What else you got? Mm. Anything specific with regard to? Show choir there? I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. Okay. So then let's talk about our history, Sophia. So Sophia is 14 mm -hmm. and we have been practicing mindset work for a couple years? Three years. Well, I mean, 14. really, really solid though about for three years. Three, years. three intentional years of mindset work two very good years of mindset work the yeah. first year was iffy well it was but the first year of mindset work is what got us out of yeah. a very negative situation yeah. yeah and really started to show us mm -hmm. that we create our own reality based on what we think 
And again, though we can't fully control everything going on outside of us because there are a lot of other people in the world bumping against each other that have an idea of how they want things to go, your reaction to what is going on in the world, what is going on in your world, your family, your home, um, truly has a huge impact on the happiness that you experience in life, the fluidity with which you are able to go through life. Um, and so I would like to specifically talk to you, Sophia, about horseback riding and about how, so you've been riding horses now for over two years, right? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah. two years. And when you first started riding, you mm -hmm. were really, really hard on yourself. You're still hard on yourself, but you were really, really hard on yourself if you would make a mistake. Yeah. And you would really, really ruminate on it. And it was very difficult for you to let it go. Um, a big thing with that is I have a nine-year-old sister. And she is a lot more brave than I am when it comes to physical stuff. And she's like, you know, I'll do this, 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 and this. And we don't, like, I would not call each other. We're not competitive with each other, like, in a you know, crazy way. But we don't do a lot of the same sports and activities. Like, I sing, I dance, I act. Like, that's my thing. She does hockey. But we both do horseback riding. So when we're together and she would especially in the beginning, like I've gained a lot more confidence now in writing, you know, I can jump, I can do most everything currently, but in the beginning, this kid would go over any jump you told her to. She'd just do it. She'd she'd like, just okay, do it. I'll try it. She just, okay, let's go. And she would. And then I would be terrified to do it, but I did it anyway because, you know, but I really beat myself up for a while because she was better at me, better at me, better than me. <laughs> better at me <laughs> she was better than me for a long time and i was like she's nine how dare her be better okay so this is the thing too don't you feel like she had um her belief in herself was stronger than your belief in your ability oh yeah with horseback riding? oh yeah i mean the fact that she would just say okay let's do it okay let's yeah. do it and it would take her to go do you, it right i did it you were very reluctant to do it mm-hmm and um, when you did do it, you did it with a certain amount of resistance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and she would just, it was she like, was just like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Right. It was kind of like innately mm -hmm. inside of her where she was like, I can do this. And for me, it was like, oh, I have to. She just did it. Right. And you were always comparing yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like your comparison to Nadia is not as strong as it used to be in defining yourself? Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm so much more comfortable too now that the comfort was another thing. She got on the horse and she was like that, like it was an instant click for her, I think. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I love it. And I, I honestly don't know if I would have proceeded with horseback riding if she <laughs> didn't, if she wasn't like, oh my God, I love it. Cause then I was like, oh my God, I love it too. And then it kind of went on from there, but we're both so much more comfortable now. We can ride together and it's not a weird, like competitive nature between us. We just have fun. Okay. And that's what it's supposed to be. Right. And so this also goes back to the mindset work that we've yeah. done with yeah. regard to competition. We have shifted this, you know, competition is very healthy. Competition is great. But when you allow the competition to define your worth mm -hmm. when you were allowing your competition with Nadia 
and comparing yourself to if she was doing better, if you were doing better, it was no longer about your internal yeah. success, your internal ability and your internal growth. Each other. Right. It was, it was about something outside of you. Mm -hmm. And is it really true growth if it is if you're comparing yourself to something outside of you? No, because everyone's at a different level. Everyone has a different ability. Everyone has a different belief. And so the more that we can focus and mm -hmm. remind our kids to focus on the internal belief, and not the external judgment. Yeah, you'll get better and better and better. And all that external stuff mm -hmm. will naturally shift because um, it has to. When was my softball tournament? That was a long time ago. When's the last time I did softball? I don't know. Four years ago? Really? That long ago? Oh my gosh. 11 or 12? Mm, no, maybe three years ago. I would say I was around 11. Yeah, so three years ago. Yeah. Um, I had, like, this is when I was, mm -hmm, I was on the verge of quitting softball. But I was pretty good. I was pretty good. I was a pitcher. And I remember we had our, like, my, I, it was my ever- my ever my first ever tournament sorry guys i can't talk today and we got second place but it was an all-day tournament you know we are so close to winning we got so far and it was just a few calls that the ump made that in you know our whole team was like oh the ump sucks uh, we're blaming calls. it on the ump questionable calls which in reality i mean in my mind they were super questionable but <laughs> We were really close to winning, and I remember I beat myself up for that for a long time mm -hmm. after that. Yeah. Like, that hit me hard. And that's the sort of competitiveness that's, like, I don't know, it just gets to you so badly. And when, as kids, you know, like, our minds are still growing and shaping, and we're not fully developed yet, you know what I mean? So it's it really takes some parental help. Sure. Because guidance, absolutely. it was like, I know it seems like such a little thing, but it's not two kids. Right. It's you significant. I mean? It's a big thing. I was so excited for that day. And I remember saying, I was like, I wish we just lost the first round. That way I didn't have to stay the whole day and then lose. I was like, oh, right. That's... Never mind the growth that occurred. While yeah. You never mind getting right? runner up. Mm hmm. But okay, and so back to our theme of going with the flow, let's talk about and parenting and mm -hmm. how we guide our children. Let's talk about the parents' reactions when the ump had his questionable calls. Like there were some really negative reactions, right? But like the umpire makes the call, and there's nothing that you are gonna do or say that's gonna change the umpire's mind because he saw what he saw, whether it's your reality or not. He's calling the game and that's what he saw. Yeah. And so for the parents to react in the way that they did, as opposed to look, go with the flow. You There's, did a great job. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do anything to change this and to fully recognize it. And, and then what are you teaching your kids outside of sports? You're teaching them a more fundamental lesson, something very, very deep because they are watching what we are doing. Oh, yeah. There are mirror oh, neurons. Yeah. They literally, it's like, think about a baby. You know, when a baby is watched, like a baby starts to eat like you eat, right? Like they pick the food up and they put it in the, their mouths. Okay. They do that because they saw you do that when they were laying in your arms at a month old. Yeah. They're constantly mirroring what we're doing. So 
my message is always, if you're not going to do it for yourself, be intentional for your kids. Because if you make mm-hmm. the choice to be intentional and relax into life, and you're showing this to your kids, eventually it will become important to you. So you can make them the reason why you start. And then the reason why you keep going and keep being so intentional is because it feels so good. It feels so good, and it, but it takes intentionality because we are addicted to resistance. Yeah. We are addicted to swimming upstream because yeah. this is what the world teaches us. Yeah. This might be what your parents taught you because it's what my parents taught me. Right. Not intentionally, but unintentionally. Yeah, being intentional is so important, especially when it comes to your kids. Like even things like self-image, you know, in a teenage teenage years, like I've never, she's never talked bad about herself or anything like that. But I have friends who their moms will talk constantly about themselves in a terrible way in front of their kids. And that directly affects my friend's self image. So like like you mean her body image? So so it's giving a specific example. Her body image. Like with that, of most of my friends, not even some of them, a lot of them. And it's because their moms are either looking in the mirror and are like, I need to lose some weight. Oh, I'm so ugly. Stuff like that. Terrible affirmations. But then they'll go and tell their kid, honey, you're beautiful. What are you talking about? Right. Like, I made you this way. You're perfect just the way you are. But then they proceed to say in front of them how terrible they look. Right. So, and that goes back to like what? Um, talking the talk, not just. Yeah. Or walking the walk, not just talking. Yeah. Because, because your actions speak way louder than your words. Way louder. Yeah. And so what you could do, your kids will think you're crazy at first because my kids thought I was crazy, mm-hmm. is you could just walk around the house and just tell yourself how awesome you are, that you're a badass goddess, that you've got this, that you can do anything, that you create own reality. And my kids used to be like, are you talking to me, mom? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm talking to myself. And now they just expect yeah. to catch mom talking to herself. And it feels funny at first. Just walk around and be like, I am so hot today, period. Okay, that's taking it a bit. Long. No, okay. it's not. Okay. Um, so. That's <laughs> uh, what you got to do. That's what you got to do. do. You start, And it feels funny at first. It's it like, it does. ooh, I don't know. This is kind of weird. Like, we're not taught to, we're not taught to have positive dialogue, mm-hmm. internal or external dialogue. We are taught to look for what needs to be fixed. We are not taught to embrace ourselves and go with the flow that is this, okay? Like, you've got to embrace what you've got. And you know what happens when you embrace what you've got? It gets better and better and better. Yes. Seriously, it yes. really, really does. Um, and so like, I'm, like I was saying, you it will feel weird at first. Like, I felt very strange about telling myself how wonderful I was. You know why? Because I didn't really believe it. But if you say something to yourself enough, fake it till you make it. You can fake it and faith it till you make it. You will start to believe it. And then the world around you must mirror that to you. It's the law of attraction. It is a law. It is a, you evoke a feeling. And once you have said to yourself enough, I am amazing. I am awesome. Things are always working out for me. My life unfolds with ease and flow. You will start to believe these things. You will start to rewire your brain. And then 
you will activate the quantum field of infinite possibilities where you literally shift the world around you. And again, this is science. This is quantum physics. This is, they have taken atoms and they have looked at the atoms. Okay. So you've got what? Proton, neutron, electron. Okay. And so when, when quantum physics is studying an atom, they're looking specifically at the electron. And what they find is that wherever they look for the electron, it goes. It goes to where they're looking. It literally follows their point of focus. Really? Yes. And so what that means is that, how's it go? Where energy flows, where focus goes, energy flows. Okay. So what does that mean? That means that science is showing us that what we focus on will always show up for us. It has to because the, the quantum field responds to that. So if you, when you, because anyone can do it, when you start to focus on the things that are going right in life, the things that are unfolding with ease and flow, the things that feel good, the things where you're like, oh man, where the hell did that come from? That felt so good, that was amazing. How did that happen? And you focus on that feeling and you let it grow, these things happen more and more often. And the more often they happen, the more, the more that your belief grows. And the more that your belief grows, the more they happen. And so it's like this constant cycle mm-hmm. of joy, <laughs> this constant joy. cycle of goodness, right? And, and then when you do have a misstep, when the ball goes flying or there's an interception or you miss the note, you know, whatever it is, it is so much easier to find that steady state and to get back into flow, to turn around and go with the stream as opposed to swimming against it. It's so much easier because you've trained your brain and because you have the real belief that you are in control. Okay. Um, any questions? Um, anybody watching want to ask any questions? I don't see any questions, which is shocking. There'll be questions next week. Well, Sophia, do you want to sing for us? You don't have to. That's okay. You want to sing for us? Okay, Sophia's going to sing for us next time. All right, you guys, have an amazing evening. Um, tell me if you're watching the replay. Sorry for the miss. <laughs> the mishap in the beginning. Maybe Dan can edit that out for that us. I don't know. Wink, wink. Um, have a great night. And you know what? As usual, you are just as extraordinary as you were last week. You are amazing. You are freaking unique. There is no one in the world like you. Literally, you have a unique, specific frequency. And again, this is science. This is not mystical woo-woo stuff. This School. is real science. Like you literally have a unique frequency emitting from your body that no one else has. You know what that means? That means that you have a soul calling that no one else has. You know what that means? There are people out there that need you. They need your message. They need your love. They need your joy, your piece of unique joy in their life. So spread it, my dear, because there is no one like you. There will never be anyone like you ever, ever, ever in the universe. I love you. Have a great night. Sophia, is there anything else you want to say? Nope. All right. Go with the flow, yo. (laughs) Bye, Bye, guys.